0: Hello, welcome to the self learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on unit 15 levels, trends, and patterns. And our topic is interstate variation in urbanization. Since the forces of urbanization are unequal, distributed the level and pattern of the urbanization in the states and union territories of Indian Federation vary widely. Following the 2001 census, it is observed that the states that are economically developed experience a higher rate of urbanization and account for a larger share of urban population. Thus, six relatively developed states namely Gujarat, Maharashtra, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, Punjab and West Bengal together account for more than half the total urban population of the country. The percentage share of urban population of all these states is higher than the national average of 27.78 according to 2001 census. The share of urban population of less developed states with less per capita income is much less than the national average. Following the findings of 2001 census, we can classify the Indian states and the union territories into three groups depending upon the levels of urbanization. Group A consisting of states and UTs with a higher level of urbanization with an urban population higher than the national average of 27.72%. Group B consisting of states and UTs with moderate level of urbanization more than 20% but less than the national average and the group C. Consisting of states and UTs with low level urbanization with less than 20 percent urban population to total population of the state or UT. Group A city Delhi, Goa, Gujarat, Haryana, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Mizoram, Punjab, Tamil Nadu, West Bengal. Andaman and Nicobar island Chandigarh Damanen, and Diu and Pondicherry are the group A state or UTs Group B Arunachal Pradesh Chhattisgarh Jammu Kashmir Jharkhand Kerala Madhya Pradesh Manipur Rajasthan Uttar Pradesh Uttarakhand and Dadra Nagar Haveli Group C, Assam, Bihar, Himachal Pradesh, Meghalaya, Nagaland, Orissa, Sikkim and Tripura. With four of the seven northeast Indian states figuring in Group C, it may be said that this part of India is least urbanized. Two of the relatively economically backward East zone states, namely Bihar and Orissa too are among the states with low level of urbanization. Earlier following the trend up to 1981, Ramchandran had observed that the urbanization is at a lower level in states of North East and in Ganga Plain of Uttar Pradesh and Bihar and in Orissa. In general terms he we observed Western and South, Southern India are relatively high, highly urbanized while Eastern and Northern India are least urbanized. In recent years while some of the earlier trends continue, it is not difficult to see that the North Indian states and even some of the North East states are experiencing urbanization at the faster rate. During the 1991 to 2001 decade, the urban population in India has grown by 2.27 percent annually. Among the states which have recorded a high growth rate, more than 3% annually in the last decade are Arunachal Pradesh, Assam, Chhattisgarh, Delhi, Goa, Haryana, Jammu, Kashmir, Meghalaya, Mizoram, Nagaland, Punjab, Sikkim, Tamil Nadu, Andaman and Nicobar Island, Chandigarh and Dadranagar, Haveli. There is none among the states that has recorded a negative growth among the UTs, however, Lakshadweep has recorded a negative growth of minus 0.77%. It is noteworthy that some of the states with low level of urbanization figure among the states which have been experiencing high rate of urbanization in recent years, while many of the states with a higher level of urbanization are experiencing urban deceleration. Among the major states that have experienced very low rate of annual growth in the last decade are Andhra Pradesh, Kerala, Manipur and West Bengal. The trend however was different until 1991 of the post-independence period. The states like Karnataka, Tamil Nadu and Punjab already had high concentration of urban centers and urban population, but the rate of urban growth was either medium or low. On the other hand, the relatively backward states like Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Orissa registered a higher growth rate despite the fact that these states had lower share of urban population. As an exception to this trend, economically advanced states like Haryana and Maharashtra had both higher rate of growth and higher share of urban population. Overall, the trend until 1991 negates the positive correlation between the economic development and urban growth. We have to look for other factors to explain this puzzle, possibly higher incidence of rural poverty, regular occurrence of natural disasters like drought and flood can also cause a higher incidence of rural urban migration and hence a higher rate of urban growth. The post-independence dualism in the urbanization pattern According to Kundu, we partially be attributed to government investment in the district and Taluka headquarters, programs of urban industrial dispersal and transfer of funds from the states to local bodies through a need-based or what is popularly known as a gap-filling approach. The lack of diversification in agrarian economy in these backward states also, as Kundu suggests, has contributed to higher urban growth. In the 1990s, with the economic liberalization gaining momentum, there has been significant investment of foreign and corporate capital and expansion of commercial activities in the economically advanced states. This precisely explains why the rate of urbanization is high in Tamil Nadu, Punjab, Haryana, Maharashtra and Gujarat. In Karnataka and West Bengal, the rate of urbanization is relatively low among these highly urbanized states because these states and particularly West Bengal has been following a policy of urban dispersal. The introduction of land reforms, infrastructure development of small and medium-sized towns, dispersal of production activities, introduction of panchayats have probably put a check on the rate of urbanization and city bound movement of population. We have therefore, considered the West Bengal case separately in the next section. Now, let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.